Hello everyone, welcome to the Real Film Club. I'm your host today, Rob, and I'm joined by Guff is that, is that down there. <laughs> <laughs> Just two of us today. Everyone else is busy. You'll notice Matt's um, shoddy work on the graphics, and then didn't even turn up. So hopefully you can hear us because um, I've not set this up. If if Harriet's the only one in the chat, if you can hear us, please tell say yes. And if you can't hear us, um, you should probably say something also, because you should have realised by now that you can't hear us. I've just checked the stream and I can hear it. Right, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good. It's good to know, isn't it? Um, What are we talking about? Um, We're talking about Game Night. Game Night is a sort of action comedy, I think I'd describe it as. Um, Which is sort of like like a post-hangover... 21 Jump Street sort of thing. It, I think for me, it's like quite a fresh take on the action comedy when we've had like yeah. all the hangover stuff, which is all kind of quite sort of laddie, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. This is kind of, it can... it's nice to have a female lead in an action comedy. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Um, it's, it reminded me a little bit of like the sort of breath of fresh air that 20, 21 Jump Street brought to the genre a little bit because. And like it, it sounds bad, but like Jason Bateman, obviously being in like horrible bosses and stuff like that, I've just thought, oh, you know, like generic comedies, like good comedies, like I enjoyed horrible bosses. Um, but it's not like something I would probably like watch again. I'd probably just go, I've seen it, and it's you know, it's it's worth a couple of laughs, and I'll probably move on. So I, I was kind of like, oh, I think this is going to be the same kind of film. But then I heard sort of you talking about how much you enjoyed it and i was like oh you know i'll, I'll check it out and i i really enjoyed it it is like you say a bit of a bit of a fresh take to be honest i was gonna say i know who jason bateman is obviously but i can't think of any film i've watched with him in and i can't think of being like oh jason bateman's in that i'm gonna watch it i think it actively kind of put me off watching this because i've just yeah he just seems to be that guy in all the comedies and all the comedies just seem kind of quite bland he's like he's like sort of a litmus test for bland comedy that I'm just not really interested in. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but He's like a like... generic dry character, isn't he, in, in those sort of wacky comedies? He feels like just the dry person. Yeah, he's the, the sort of the, the boring guy who just gets yeah. tagged along by accident. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh God, what's going on? <laughs> She's a bit like that in this. Um, yeah. But I want to talk about like Rachel Mc- uh, McAdams to start with because she's like, I've ne- I don't think I've seen her really do She's not really done much comedy. Um, I know she's like kind of, she's not funny in Doctor Strange, but she's kind of like Saki, I suppose. Yeah. She's but she's so comedy. funny in this. Like, yeah, she's great. I mean, this. she's a great actress, so I probably shouldn't be surprised. But <laughs> yeah, no, that's true though. It's like, um, I, I mean, I want to say I, I might be completely wrong, but is this like one of her like first proper like comedy roles since, like, because I consider Mean Girls a comedy. It's written by Tina Fey, oh, yeah. so it's like. Is this like one of her like major, like first major roles in a in a specific comedy for a long time? Because she so. loves playing time travelers' wives. I know that much. Like, <laughs> yeah. she, like and if 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 the if the lead can time travel, she'll marry him. That's as much <laughs> as I know. Um, no, I, I really like Rachel McAdams, and like, yeah, she's she's great in this. Like, um, I mean, obviously, full spoilers going forward, but like, not that there's, there's an awful lot to spoil. But um, there's like a scene where. Uh, She's trying to get a bullet out of Jason Bateman's arm, and I was like laughing all the way through that. Such a funny scene, was, like, so say, yeah. so cleverly acted. 
I've written down bullet wound as one of my favorite bits, which is just like the way they do that, like with the the bit where she's like trying to scroll her phone with her nose because she like refuses to change her, her lock screen settings. She's just sort of like, yeah. But it's like even the way it's like shot and everything, like the sort of close up of her on like like doing the phone, and he's like, Are "You a dolphin?" and like just the like little like the and the chemistry between them, like you sort of do get the idea that they're like. A, a love like and it was actually quite nice because I, I thought oh is this gonna be like a film about them maybe having marital troubles and this will be like the thing that rejuvenates their marriage and like that is sort of a subplot but it's not sort of that heavily done mm. but you do sort of for the, for the mo- most majority of the film you do kind of buy into the fact that they're just like obviously a married couple who are like on each other's like side and it's like quite nice and like it means that the the, like the comedy doesn't come from like them bickering because i suppose you have that with like um his friend kevin and his wife yeah. who have been together since they were children well since they were like teenagers and um like that's where the bickering comes in but it's kind of nice and refreshing to see like a film about a couple that's a comedy that's not about them having marital troubles because yeah. i feel like this kind of comedy often just kind of go it's almost like my wife my my husband you know it's very like look how much we're different and it's just like yeah i've seen it all so yeah. it was quite it, that was quite i really like how their relationship it, like it feels like they've had the conversation about the lock screen like a, a million times and he's like your phone's the same as my phone i've told you this just <laughs> and it's just like these tiny little problems i mean obviously it's about like there's that overarching story about them trying to have a baby um which is kind of like the kind of bookends the film I guess it doesn't really have much to do in the middle but like they're the little like bickering things where she's just like playing around with the gun he's like stop playing around with the gun and <laughs> like the um the bit where she does um Pulp Fiction in the in the bar as well <laughs> yeah, that's good and like they just feel like they have so many like references together yeah. and I was gonna say that as well about like the um the other couples also have like great dynamics like the two you're mm-hmm. talking about who've been together um for a long time and then like the Denzel Washington joke which is just like <laughs> It's so good. I, I genuinely love that so much. It's like, so amazing. Reveal. Like it doesn't so good. add to the narrative in any way. It's just like this mad thing, and this man who just looks nothing like Denzel Washington. <laughs> just <laughs> it's just who she had an affair with. Well, at first I was like, oh, they've just like got like a really sort of, like you know like when when you're thinking like oh have they just hired a guy to like pretend to be Denzel Washington. But I'm really glad they sort of made it. It's like he's not Denzel Washington. I genuinely <laughs> thought that the first time I watched this, I was like. That's not Denzel Washington, though, right? <laughs> I was like, do I know who Denzel Washington is? Because I think that's not him. <laughs> I love the bit as well where he like explains to her, he's like, oh, did he make you pay? And where, what was his house like? And she's like, it's a one-bedroom <laughs> yeah. apartment or whatever. Like, do you hear what you're saying? I like one of my favourite lines, because I, I, I think, I can't remember what his last name is, but I'm sure it's like Lamorne something. But um, he's like one of my favourite actors, like comedy actors, because of like, I really like New Girl and stuff like that. Um so like anything he's in i always find really funny but like it's like dialogue and it's like the bit where they get stuck in the room and she's like um and he's like i'm gonna burn the door down she's like oh well you can't do that in a windowsless room it's like oh you slept with bill nye teach you about flames that <laughs> <laughs> really made me laugh like the sort of petty argument and like the I, I just thought the dialogue was actually like really cleverly written and it's just like really really funny it's really sharp um i really like um what's is it sharon horgan's character and mm. uh, I can't remember what the other guy called the posh guy. He's always the same idiot posh guy in pretty much everything. Yeah. I think I've seen him in. Um, I think yeah. he's in Ingrid Goes West. I think he's in that. That's a good film. I, I was going to say, I watched him in um, 
Bridge of Spies just the other day. Oh, is he in that? Uh, I think he plays. Uh, we're talking about the like the dumb one, isn't yeah. Aren't we? Like the, yeah, he plays uh, Tom Hanks' assistant. He's not in it very much, but yeah, he, uh, he plays his assistant in it, and yeah, he sort of he has the exact same look on his face. I like, I like, <laughs> like the, the, the sort of dumb uh, optimism. I love the sort of bit where she gets him to bribe. Uh, what's the name from Brooklyn Nine Nine? Chelsea, Chelsea Pretty. Oh, Chelsea Pretty, yeah. Um, when he's just like, what about this? Does this change your mind? It's just really slowly <laughs> slipping, like very low amounts of money. Uh, I, I just love the way that she, they sort of their relationship is not a relationship, but he's like, are you into it? I'm into it. No, I'm not into it. Are you yeah. into it? <laughs> like... I love the bit where she's like, oh no, say you're joking. It's like when yeah, he, yeah. he's like, oh, I don't know, I might be falling, but she's like, oh, I was joking. Say you're joking now. Say it. Yeah, I love how he like sort of tried to use her. And he's the end, of, end of what, the one kind of not like falling for her, but so did he in the end? I don't really know if, if he did in the end, but yeah. and then at the end, she's the one who's like, just you're an idiot, just yeah. <laughs> leave me I was alone. like partly worried as well. She was going to be like part of it. I'm glad they didn't do that because I was like, really, you know, you know, when they say like, well, why are you still here? Like, why are you sticking around? And she's like, oh, well, I saw, but I like, you know, she was like, I just kind of just got wrapped up in it all, yeah. to be honest. I didn't want to read also, about you in the paper. Be a bit guilty if you died, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I really like that because it was like, it would be like, why why is she there to be fair like you would leave and it's just like yeah we know this is a stupid thing that she's there but just forget about it It doesn't matter but speaking of like sort of like i feel like a bit like because i feel that's a bit of a self-aware moment i do quite like the bit where they're uh you know at the end where they're sort of trying to take out the guy and they have to do charades and she says like Oh, Satan charades. He's like, that's some full circle bullshit. And he's like, it's like, like just obviously those little meta jokes. Like There's a it lot. Was, of... It was quite refreshing to see them sort of take the piss out of themselves a little bit as well. That bit as well, where it just slowly, just <laughs> so long, just dropping off is so good. But there's a, there's a lot of like full circle stuff in this. There's like, or stuff that's just, it's just kind of repeating references, like the glass table joke. Which just, <laughs> there's no reason for it to be in the film at all. But it, it reminds me a lot of the, um, um, Ant-Man joke about uh, close-up magic where it's just there and it's just, it just keeps <laughs> popping up for no reason yeah. and like if you think you'd be like a big big sort of budget studio you cut it because you'd be like this isn't funny it doesn't make any sense but that's that's kind of why it works because it's just like I, yeah I quite like that though because I feel like it's it gets a little bit boring when you see like a joke get set up and you start wondering how it's going to pay off for the story and I like that it didn't, like, it was, like, I did keep wondering, like, oh, is, are we going to get, like, a moment where, like, the table shatters over, like, a Jenga piece falling on the table or something? But the fact that it didn't, it was just, like, a funny little joke. Like, I wonder if, I could do wonder where that joke came from, whether it was just in the writer's room. They were just, like, what if the glass table doesn't smash? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, what if, like, if it was, like, a small budget film, I'd obviously say they couldn't afford to smash the table. <laughs> but, like, obviously that's not the case. But it was, um, yeah, it, it, like you say, it had no purpose whatsoever, but it was like a really, really funny joke. I really enjoyed it. One joke that did come back around to be an important part of the plot was the uh, bungee cord joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yeah. Which I think I'd missed first time around, or I didn't quite, um, it didn't quite land. I don't know why I, just, I didn't notice it, because I was really surprised about this time. I was like, oh, yeah, that does come back around. That's a really weird. <laughs> the, the way, like, um, Cal Chandler kind of tells that story about. The way his younger brother uh, Bateman tries to sort of suck himself off by tying a bungee cord around his neck and behind his knees, and just the way he just sits through the whole story, you have to sort of experience it from his perspective. 
it's just yeah. really horrible and then yeah the way that kind of <laughs> comes back around at the end where he ties yeah, up the, the bulgarian that. in yeah. the bungee cord i do love i do love like how they sort of play on the whole twist and turn aspect of it like when you obviously find out that gary has like hired the blokes <clears> because he's just a bit of a psycho but then obviously he doesn't end up hiring the blokes but then when they beat um the bulgarian played by dexter um when um when it's when they like finally beat him and Carl Chandler goes like you'd learn every lesson I wanted to <laughs> yeah. Tim you can wake up and he's like no that'd be fucking insane yeah. <laughs> it's like I really enjoyed that one. I love Carl Ch- like it's a, it's a weird turn from like Carl Chandler as well like I've never really seen him like he's coach obviously in Friday Night Lights and I love him for that and he's in um, Manchester by the Sea which is one of my favorite films but he's always like a very kind of straight man's man kind of respectable he's always like the respectable guy in the scene like he's always the respectable one who everyone turns to in anything i've ever seen him in so it's quite nice to see him as this just like absolute fucking idiot who's just kind of and he's like a proper deadbeat as well like yeah he's like really great like just this seedy like he's actually like yeah like i i really enjoyed sort of seeing him in that role especially like at the sort of like i think there's like the joke at the end where you know like this whole thing is that they had these names for people in witness protection and he sold that to the black market in the hopes of like getting money but then he's like well i'm not a piece of shit because I, I tipped off all the uh <laughs> people who were on the list so and i made money from it so it's just like he's still a piece of shit but like yeah with somewhat of a moral compass i, I, I really enjoyed that where it's like all right okay yeah like, fine we'll accept yeah. it i love the uh, the joke with the uh, their uh, fertility doctor as well where she's like <laughs> asking them about him at the start of the film at the end she's his girlfriend yeah. <laughs> it's, just a... it's quite like a seamless it's quite a seamless transition as well because like obviously she's like i love the bit where she's like um he's like what are you a therapist now and she's like well i am a doctor and i like to treat the whole patient and it's like that's not a thing but like yeah. as well like how that's like then sort of like quickly bleeds into her personal life and it's like she's a terrible doctor like it's like it's it's so seamlessly done in the way like she never changes a tone or anything which yeah. i really appreciate like there is like this sort of seamless transition into the joke and i was like wait what's happening yeah that like that like, yeah because you're kind of experiencing it with like bateman as well because he's just like why are you asking me these weird questions like just go yeah. with it it just it just really works like yeah. it, it's, it's weird though because it, it kind of does those weird things and you're kind of aware it's you know it's kind of quite sort of wacky but it kind of downplays the wackiness so it, i don't know how, like, how to explain it but it kind of has those like wacky moments but it doesn't feel like a weird fourth wall breaking film it just feels like yeah. just a really well-written comedy yeah it feels a little bit like when something happens in real life and you just go wait why is this happening yeah what's <laughs> like, going what's, on here? this is absurd but you know what i've just realized um that bloke doesn't turn up again does he like you know the one that she's like i'm assuming she's on a date with like he's like the sort of chubby bloke with glasses like Rachel McAdams is sat with him at the table oh and, yeah yeah and he just he just disappeared like he's at the wedding and he's like yeah I feel great for them like yeah married. that's what it is and he just doesn't turn up again it's like I'm from there <laughs> oh yeah that's <laughs> probably a dark there's probably a dark joke in there somewhere there <laughs> Cow <laughs> Chandler had him whacked or something because <laughs> he was like obsessed with uh, yeah. his, his brother's wife <laughs> I did want to talk a bit about like the kind of the structure of the film so it's kind of like Kyle Chandler's set up this murder mystery kind of game night and then actually gets kidnapped. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as well is in this as a fake yeah. FBI agent, which is amazing. <laughs> like just for like five minutes and he's he's incredible, uh, obviously. Um, gets kidnapped by... Prote- are they real ones? I can't remember which ones are real now. 
No, yeah, like the burst in after he's gone in and the kid the the fight Kyle Chandler around the house. Yeah. While the others eat like popcorn or something. <laughs> but they knock out Jeffrey Wright first, but then he's like knocked out for half the film. <laughs> and it's only when um Kevin and I forget I forget his his wife's name, but the sort of arguing couple and they finally sort of break out of the room that the mate locked him in. The um they sort of realize that it's not but i quite like that that they all realized at the same time but all at different, different locations ways. like one the, the office of the the people who ran the game the people who obviously were involved in the game jeffrey wright and then obviously them finding out that it's a real gun by rachel mcadams accidentally shooting him in the arm yeah um so the people who kidnaps him they're not jesse Plemons' as people who he hired were they or were they jesse Plemons, who's that again uh What's Gary. his name? The creepy, yeah, Gary. Yeah, yeah. They um, they were his guys. They were his guys, which was also part of his game to get back into game night by faking his own death, yeah. <laughs> which is just like mad. <laughs> then it turns out there was a real Bulgarian as well. Yeah, like Charles Ch- the... Chandler is actually a smuggler, and he genuinely did the dirty deal. It's mad, isn't it? It's just I love yeah. the amount of layers to it. I think so. Like, like Jesse Plemons. I think like we all know him. I think mostly probably from Breaking Bad was where he like made his name. Mm. Um. As kind of the neo-Nazi kind of guy, but like since then he's obviously did like that episode of um, Black Mirror. But in this, he's just so funny. There's that. There's that amazing bit. There's my favorite bit in the film is when um, Rachel McAdams and, and Bateman are getting into the car, and as they get in, he just says, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but every, and then he like kind of says. What? Is that, I thought he said something. He's like, no. And it's just like he like he just wanted to prolong that interaction for like an extra like five seconds because that's how fucking so, desperate he is. He's amazing. So I do, I do, but I do like how it was like it was, it was, it wasn't just that he was a weirdo. Do you know what I mean? He could have very, I mean, he was a weirdo, but it could have very easily just been that he was a weirdo. But it was like, oh, actually, he is a bit lonely because he did used to hang around with them, and obviously he's gone through a divorce and. The wife doesn't even chill with him anymore. So it's not I know, like, it's amazing. It's just, it's just simply that they don't like him and they had to put up <laughs> with him. Um, but yeah, the way he plays that is like... <laughs> like He got me scared for the whole film. Like, That's the thing like, though, isn't it? Like I was like, he's the big bad guy in all this. I was like, straight away, he's going to be the bad guy in all this. I think that's that's the great like red herring of it, isn't it? Because clearly he's supposed to be playing like a psychopath. Cause, and, and I think yeah. that almost plays on like the way that people know him as that kind of psychopath character from Breaking Bad so it's almost like I guess people are expecting him to be the bad guy because I don't think we've ever really seen him be a particularly a, a good guy and at the end he is just kind of a, a a weird weird guy who just wants to hang out with his mates <laughs> he just yeah. goes a bit far and I quite like it's quite sweet and him and his little yeah, dog Bastion it's just but it's like even like the last like the last joke of it where he's just like it's just a picture of him crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the charade board. And he's like, what is that? Like, cry baby? Like, what is that? And it's me like, watching. Me crying at Green Mile. <laughs> it's like, did we not all cry at Green Mile? <laughs> it's amazing. I think so he's good. brilliant. He's, I think he's my favourite part of the film. I think he really, like, elevates it to, like, that next, yeah. next sort of level. Um, I think that's pretty much everything I had to say about it. Um, but I, 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 I had, like, a... Oh, go on. I was going to say, I, I, I really like this. I think this is my favourite it's one of my like the one of those films where you think everyone should have watched this and i don't know why it's never hit the heights of like jump street or hangover because i think it's as good if not better than <clears throat> well, it's better than most of the hangover films definitely yeah 
I was gonna, I was gonna say like before we sort of like yeah wrap up I suppose, but like I was gonna say one of my favourite sort of like again we sort of talked about it, like sort of being fourth wall breaky but not at the same time is like when like the Bulgarian does come into it and like obviously Gary gets shot again <laughs> and Jason Bateman is just like um, all right yeah here we go the uh, the the real bad guy comes in in the last ten minutes and it's like you know there, there's a lot of sort of like filmic tropes that it takes the piss out of yeah um, and like it's such a cheap yet easy way to get away with wanting to do really basic tropes is just calling them out like yeah. if you can like put it in a film where it works you can like call out these tropes and then people like again like any other film that sort of took itself more seriously they'd be like oh here we go yeah it's just another one of those films that have done this but yeah because they call it out you go i'm into it like i buy it like i'm sort of it's a really cheeky way of getting away with something yeah <laughs> i think it works really well i think it's really, like really clever i think because it's so parts of it feel so kind of grounded and authentic it, i don't yeah i don't know how it works because it, it feels yeah I, I, I don't know maybe some it's like forms. going into a shop and going like i'm gonna steal this and then you take it and like oh you oh that's crazy and then you don't bring it back and i'm like oh shit they didn't bring it back. yeah <laughs> that's put in the um in the chat i like how the faraway shots so like long shots look like monopoly boards they look like toy models i've thought it's every time i've watched this and i don't know why i wondered I never thought of it from that perspective, but I did wonder why it looked like a miniature yeah. town or something. Like it's, yeah, I never thought of that actually. But that's a really good. But I mean, I suppose it it plays on, um, like because you've mentioned like I love Plemons practicing the slide over the car bonnet at the end. That's too, which amazing. I really yeah. But yeah, like when you go down on those like credit scene when you do sort of go into his basement, Gary's basement, and see the plan that he's made. Um, but you obviously do see the sort of model town with all of them. Yeah. Like, and he's like planned it all out piece by piece. So I never even thought of it like that. But that's that's a really good point. But I'll, I'll tell you what I did enjoy. They, they seem to borrow some sort of Hot Fuzz-esque uh, sort of snapshots. Did you notice that where it was like, when I think like they did it when they're like setting up the board and it's like... <laughs> And it's like quick yeah. shots of like things moving, but they're like shot very much like Edgar Wright shots, and like especially in like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, like the Cornetto trilogy type shots. Um, and like I think they do it again when like Rachel McAdams goes in to buy the stuff to help take the bullet out and stuff. Um, yeah, she does. I think yeah. Yeah, there's like a few shots like that which I thought like sort of, I don't know. I think the again they sort of reminded me of Hot Fuzz. So it sort of almost like brings you into this. I think it's like little shots like that kind of sell you on the action element of it. Like you sort of like get brought back into, oh yeah, there is like sort of like fast paced action almost. Like, yeah. And like that sort of hot fuzz thing about taking the piss out of it, where it's like, I think they do those shots when they're buying a Cornetto in hot fuzz. <laughs> and in this one, it's buying like a squeaky toy and, and some champagne to help disinfect the wound. Like it's, it's really well done. I love like as well that like there's the like the action escape scene where they're just in like a people carry as well <laughs> just like <laughs> right, just, yeah. yeah just sort of taking the piss uh, um but no yeah I, I i agree with you sort of like your point as well which is that like i think this is it's a shame that it it doesn't get talked about as much but i feel like i mean we kind of talked about it in our last real film club with like nice guys where it's like you know these films that you know are really funny and i don't know maybe maybe it's because they're sold slightly differently because i think this was probably sold as like another sort of generic comedy that would bring in a lot of people but i, I don't know but I, I feel like even like a general audience would would enjoy this like it doesn't feel like a cheap comedy and it doesn't feel like no. a bad comedy so it's like i don't 
When was it released? I mean, do we know how well we how well it did? I'm just about to check now. Nice mm. Safari works. But um, yeah, I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was um. Oh, it came, I was, mean, it came out at the same time as Black Panther, which might have been ah. Uh, that would make a lot of sense. Oh, it grossed 100, yeah. 117 million. Oh, fair play. I suppose it's like on a I think that's the problem. Thirty-seven though, million like, budget, so it's yeah, it's not right. That is good, I suppose. I suppose it's that thing, though, isn't it? It's like it's never gonna, like, say that's probably a really unfair opening weekend in it. Like, I, like in the film industry, I bet you're absolutely gutted if like the date you've booked for a release <laughs> is like the same release as like a Marvel yep. film. You'd be absolutely fuming. Um, but no, I I really enjoyed it. I'd like. I'm like, did they set up a sequel? Is that, or it, I wonder if that's just supposed to be like, because they're at another game night at his house. I wonder if that's supposed to be like he's just not learned his lesson. I think he's, yeah. Like... I think that's it, isn't it. I, I would love to watch another one then. Yeah. Um, just doing the same thing. I don't even care if it's the same film. Just, <laughs> just they're just older. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm just looking now. See if it does does a possible sequel. There we go. Uh, it would be great. This is the screenwriter. It would be great to have sequels. Super titles like Game Night or specific titles like that feel genetically built to have sequels. That would mean the movie did well, and that's all I am. That's all I care about at this stage, right? So that's thanks for that section on Wikipedia. Just <laughs> potential uh, sequel that's under the section on Wikipedia, right? He says, <laughs> "I hope the film does well." The the screenwriter, <laughs> funny. What a, what a controversial <laughs> mad opinion to have about a film that you've written. Hot take. <laughs> I, hope, I hope my film did well. I'm glad uh, I read Harry that out. Kids, maybe that'd be funny. To be fair, like I liked, I liked their sort of joke about like their kids still being like the best kids. Yeah. Like sort of like came back around to them both being because obviously though I think the the whole film was very much about Bateman's character being probably like you know his life is being affected by the competitiveness yeah competitivism is that what you'd say competitiveness um, yeah competition um be, yeah being competitive has sort of like affected his life and his balls um so yeah like i like the idea that it sort of came back around as rachel mcadams is like well no i'm still i like she's like that's yeah that's why i want kids because they'd be the best kids yeah it's they'd be the best kids out of all of them like and it's, it sort of brings it back around to like sort of why they found each other, which I thought yeah. was really. And as well as that, I really liked that sort of final shot of like because you have the shot at the beginning where they meet each other in the bar, and they sort of like look at each other from across the room. There's like a sort of single shot of them like from the front, both smiling at each other. Um, and <laughs> you've just seen the charm, yeah? Yeah, I've just seen. <laughs> I was, I was like. So, so for, if it, when this goes on the Apple Podcasts, uh, Clary Hall in the chat says, "Hey guys, sorry I've not been able to watch. Dad dragged me to the pub and for a takeaway." Um, I was gonna say it's all right, Clary. You've not watched any of our streams so far, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but apparently, it's Matt, and he forgot to log in. Um, Dressing as his sister digitally. Yeah. Making that weird for both you and Rob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit weird when I saw Claire. I was like, bloody hell, why is she? I was like, oh, that's nice of her to check it out. Oh, it's just, um, Matt. It's just Matt who's not even here. So great, nice one. <laughs> but, um, but Sam's here. Sam, thanks for joining us, mate. Um, oh, hi, Sam. Oh, uh... hi, Sam. Oh, I don't know why I did that in like a Korg voice. <laughs> oh, hi, Sam. You enjoyed the streaming? <laughs> um, no, but I was going to say, like, with. Um, yeah, I quite like the sort of parallel of like. It was like just a shot that they didn't 
overused and it was like a nice like bookend because it was like you know it's when they first meet each other and then obviously when she sort of announces that you know she's pregnant and i was like that's that's like a really sweet sort of like moment and it is like really cleverly shot yeah i think that's like something that like obviously i think is quite easily ignored in comedy films because obviously you know certain shots convey certain things but you sort of go for your very generic like sort of like shots when it comes to like comedy because it's i suppose not too important to a lot of people but i i appreciate like a bit more sort of i don't know it just gives it a little bit of an edge i think it makes him stand out to be honest because like even there's the little bits you're like oh that's that's quite nice yeah for me anyway yeah, I, I generally love like the messages. They've learned nothing, and they're not going to change in any way. <laughs> I kind of like a film where it's like, yeah, this isn't, they're great. They're like perfect for each other, and they're happy. Like, why, why, why would they change? <laughs> yeah, like, and I, I like that. That's yeah, because like, at first I thought I was gonna, because I think it sets it up with random stranger that never comes back, Rachel McAdams' friend. Um, but like, you sort of go, are a people? Is there? Is the whole film going to be like people are absolutely sick to death of the? Yeah, I was, I was. But I really like how all their friends are just as competitive, but they sort of like, and they and they very much accept it, because um, that's just the group of friends that they are. Yeah. But it's not like an issue. Like that's not where the problem lies. The problem lies in very much, like just little issues between different people. But it's like because sometimes you watch films like that where you know the friends that have been friends for years and whatnot, and you sort of go why are they friends if they hate each other like you sort of yeah. like see these comedies where like you go you wouldn't be friends you would not hang around with it you hate them why on earth do you hang around with them and like sometimes that gets like really like the tv show friends all terrible <laughs> awful people you all don't get along with each other why are you still mates you're all <laughs> dickheads just go your separate ways <laughs> that's my well, that's take safe. on the hot new comedy friends <laughs> But yeah, no, um, that's it. It's just, it's just, uh, think it. <laughs> Sam said, mate, you're describing us here. God damn it, I didn't think of that, yeah. <laughs> um, has put a weird way to tell your husband that you're pregnant, though, in front of all your mates. Which is a bit weird, because usually you wait, like, three months before telling everyone, because miscarriages are very common, but... Just saying, it's weird, you wouldn't... Cool. Uh... No one, no one pregnant, <laughs> unless they are absolutely mad, would announce that. Oh, in front of a big think, group of people. I, I think you, I think it's sweet. I think it's sweet. Rachel I think for McAdams a film, it's fine. Real Ozark. life. Forgot his name for a sec there. If you did it in real life, you're you're a psychopath. <laughs> in a film, it's fine because it's thematic. I think I'm, I'm not gonna make that joke. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I, I do think I do think it's um it's good though. Like a nice little sweet moment. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I don't have many issues with it. I just think it's weird. <laughs> But like the rest of the film, I think it's very good. Um, I think that's everything I've got to say about the film. It's not a controversial one. It's not. <laughs> yeah, Harriet, I bet their gender reveal party would be mega. Oh yeah. my god! If they do that next film, I'm out. Honestly. <laughs> did you see the Frankie Boyle? The Frankie Boyle did a joke about um, maybe the gender gender reveal party was the um, parents revealing to the baby that they're be- that they're bellends or something like that. <laughs> It was something like that. I can't remember what it was. As it's burnt down half of California. Nice one. I mean, that's sort of... The, I, I was wondering whether we were going to touch upon that topic. That's sort of the joke that I censored myself. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like... I was going to say that them announcing their uh, pregnancy is better than some sort of <laughs> reveal parties that I've heard of, to be honest. Um, Harry Asput just boo it, the gender reveal party, which is like, where that... <laughs> boo. 
<laughs> can we get a book can we get some booze in the chat thanks Sam. which was what was that was that a, am i the asshole was it was it one of those posts where a guy turned up to a gender reveal party um he drove like a couple of hours to get to this party for his friends and then and he didn't like gender reveal parties anyway and he turned up out of just trying to get through it and be a good friend and they revealed that they weren't going to reveal the gender of their child or something <laughs> so he just booed them uh, <laughs> but it's like that's such a like shite fake out because, and it's such like a pretentious fake out is, as well because it? it's sort of going like because do you know what I mean like I'm sure there are a lot of people who do <laughs> you know are happy for, you know like you know friends and family that would be like oh no I'm I'm up for it like if they want to do it like so, you know it'd be nice to see but like when yeah especially when it's like a guy who's like I don't care I'm going because I'm a friend <laughs> and then they don't do it and you're like you pretentious twat yeah. <laughs> to go you all care that much but we're breaking the norm we're not gonna tell you and he's like don't fake us we out. want the attention but we don't want to seem like we're following a trend is basically what that yeah, is what that is yeah <coughs> it's um, the most hipster way of doing a gender reveal you could yeah <laughs> by doing one by not doing one <laughs> yeah um we've got a topic there game night two i would very much like to do that with children yeah, to do like one like ten years down the line, you could. I I, I say uh, <coughs> game night crossover with Jumanji, where they're doing game night. Jumanji happens and they think it's all fake, and they're That'd like, "No oh, shit, Jumanji." That'd be amazing. Uh, we do have a Jumanji series of our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your uh, podcasts, so you can check that out. Someone do the thing. I'll do it. Van Pelt. That kid, that kid better watch out. No. Sam. No, that's our least favourite joke from the Jumanji It's not good, Sam. Someone time out. Um, <laughs> great segue. Thank you very much. I forget that that's... I was like, what's a... I, I, did, I was like, Segu? I forgot <laughs> how segue is spelled. Like, what the hell's a Segu? And I was like, all right. <laughs> I always like I always like spell it phonetically. But I've seen like people spell it phonetically. Yeah. And like, I did have is to it think like about phonetically it. spelled when it's like the vehicle. I think, I think it's like I think, I think, so, think yeah, that's yeah. I think that's S E G W A. I think so. Yeah. Um, but that'll do. That that's the end of this podcast. Uh, so I've put segue in with an asterisk on it. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Um, we are going to be doing more podcasts. I'm going to get on it. We're going to do a Nolan series. That'll be out soon. Um. Thank you to Guff for joining me for this little podcast. Late notice. Um, I'm going to play a little promo for everyone in a minute. Um, what else have we got going on? So we've got, what day is it? Thursday, Friday, nothing. Saturday, <laughs> we're going to have... What's going on? Tomorrow, fuck all. We've got no <laughs> Saturday, we've got a brand new series starting over our YouTube channel where we're trying to get good at Overwatch. We're going from the very bottom and staying right there. I think we we've... <laughs> That's what's happening. I mean, we've called it mud, mud. Uh, what have we called it? Dirt class? class or mud class? I can't mud remember class. now. Yeah. Just we're just um, sewage. That's what we are. <laughs> uh, Sam said, "Have we all seen Tenet?" Yeah, I haven't seen it because I was gonna go see it this weekend, and then I was forced to, to uh, quarantine a little bit more. So that no, no Tenet for me. Uh, but I'll be watching it as soon as I can, I suppose. I've seen Tenet. Yes. Yeah. Um. um yeah, the Overwatch series, a lot of fun. That's coming out soon. Yeah, so there's going to be like three, I think there's going to be like three YouTube videos, is that what Matt was saying? It's quite a long message, I didn't read it all. Um, there's going to be like three or four episodes over the next couple of weeks, and then we're going to start streaming 
uh, trying to get up the Overwatch competitive leagues, which um, should be good. That'll be on YouTube. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. Don't I was going to say it. I was going to say how we did, but I'm going to spoil. I'm not nah, gonna spoil no, no, no. We're going to put a little teaser up in a minute. Um, I'll go for the rest of the streams. Monday, Matt's doing Lord of the Rings still. Or has he finished that? He's, no, he needs to finish it. He needs yeah, to finish that. More, yeah. Uh, Tuesday, I'm probably going to be back doing football. Wednesday, Matt's back doing Meat Boy. I miss the end of that as well. Did he? Yeah. No, he's got another world on. Super another Meat bit of Meat Boy. Uh, Thursday, not film club, but we need to pick another film. That's what I was going to say. Film club. We need another topic for next week to do uh, a poll on. If anyone in the chat has any ideas as well for the next poll, um, I'll put it out today and then we'll give it a, t- a while and then we can give people time to watch it. Mm. Um, but I can't remember what we said. We had loads of ideas, but they've all... we're going to do horror around Halloween, aren't we? I think. Yeah, we're saving that um, for, for Halloween. I um, we we came up with one a while ago, which was like. Oh, what was it? It was like one I was like really keen to do, and like I think I brought it up recently. What about animated I films? Completely forgot. We haven't done animated Say films. Again. Animated films. We haven't done oh, that. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, maybe maybe like non sort of big studio. Non Pixar. Maybe like non DreamWorks or Pixar. Yeah. yeah, that'd be that'd be good. I'd know my pick straight away. I would I would be absolutely picking um, Isle of Dogs because that was wonderful. It's class, isn't it? I love that film. Yeah, love that film. Uh, romantic Netflix shitty ones uh, films in Spanish <laughs> films in Spanish would be good like yeah to be fair like foreign foreign films we have we should do foreign film, films like world cinema that would be good um, well, maybe we in do... fact I've got I've got like a great two filmer it's a part one part two type wow. situation but I don't know if I'd pick that because it feels a bit, feels a bit pissy than it yeah Adam Sandler's eight crazy guys <laughs> animated film <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say, I just had one and it's gone up my head with Sam's, uh, Sam's bantering has knocked it right out of my head. I was going to say, I've got a good one for foreign films, actually. Maybe we should do foreign films then. Yeah, that'd be good. I've got a good one. We'll, we'll maybe do that. We'll put it, we'll float it around. See what else thinks. Um, I'm going to play a little trailer now for something that's coming out on Saturday, which I've already said is happening. But, but okay. 